Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Christian. Welcome to I'm Dying to Tell You, inspiration shared by our mom who is dying from ALS. There is no cure for our mom or anyone else with ALS. But right now, she's on a mission to find and share stories of inspiration. Coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, we're happy to introduce the one lady we've both loved since the first day we laid eyes on her. The queen of the queen city, our mom, your host, Lori. Hello there, I'm Lori, your host of I'm Dying to Tell You. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for chiming in. If you have listened in before, you know I normally have a guest, but I'll tell you what, I forgot to book a guest. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so... Well, what really happened is life just happened. And all of a sudden, I realized I didn't book another guest for April. I am so excited about some interviews I have coming up in May and June that I just lost track, which is pretty much the norm (laughs) for the past year. I cannot keep track of the days, the weeks. Oh my gosh. So anyway, does anyone know what I'm talking about? (laughs) When I realized I didn't have a guest, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I have a big old list of inspirational people that I want to share with you. And so I immediately was like, okay, who can I connect with really quick? and get something recorded. But I really hate to operate that way. I like to take my time and learn more about my guest and really understand what I want to share with you. I like it to be fun and relaxing. So all of that was on my mind for a couple of days. And then it hit me. You know, you really could just skip an episode, put a little note out that I'll be back, and go on. (laughs) And then I thought about it, and I was like, why wasn't that my first thought? Why isn't it natural or instinctive to give myself grace? Why isn't it natural, not only in this situation, but in every situation? This is just one small example. I mean, I am in a crazy season right now. I have a lot on my plate like everyone else. Um, I'm currently going through a season of dementia with, with my mom, and it can be a lot. And If I'm ever going to allow myself grace, you would think it would be now. But no. After I paused and I thought about it, I was like, this is crazy that even at a time like this, let it go. Let it go. Don't worry. Give yourself some grace, girl. And then I was like, you know what? 
I am going to jump on here. I'm going to turn the microphone on and I'm going to talk about grace, about giving yourself grace. Are we doing it? Are we thinking about it? Are we talking about it? Are we waiting for permission? You know, what, what's it all about? So in today's episode, you got me, only me, talking about giving yourself grace. What is it? Why is it so darn hard? And what can we do about it? Okay, let's do this. So what is grace anyway? I mean, we say it, we use it, we hashtag it. (laughs) I looked it up and there's almost 11 million posts with hashtag grace. But what does it really mean? If you Google it, uh, the term grace, you find a bunch of different meanings. You know, everything from a virtue coming from God to mercy or pardon. And then, you know, simple elegance. But when I think of grace, I think of what I might turn to or should turn to when I'm in the middle of a frustration, when I'm overwhelmed, when I am second guessing. And oh my gosh, that has been my constant state of mind lately. Or it could be in the middle of an argument or just feeling the stress of a global pandemic, feeling the frustration of the whole mask, not mask, the angst of where should I go, is it safe, on and on. But whatever the situation, when you feel like you are spinning out of control, when your day is unraveling, or you've been especially hard on yourself, for whatever reason, giving yourself grace is about Giving yourself that kindness that you deserve. And I know it sounds really good. It sounds super simple and obvious. It is simply what you would offer to your friend when they are in that situation. You would say, it's okay. Let it go. Give yourself some grace. I feel like sometimes we think that giving ourselves grace is a luxury, that it is only for other people (laughs) and not for us. Because, of course, we tell ourselves that we can do it all, that we can get through it, that we will press on, we will do whatever we need to to get everything taken care of. I love reminding myself about God's grace. I mean, the Bible tells us how we should treat ourselves because of how God treats us. That we give ourselves grace because God gives us grace, which, you know, is kindness and forgiveness. We get this grace so freely. And when we actually give ourselves grace, we are agreeing with the grace that God gives us. So why is it so darn hard? 
Why is this a thing to not give ourselves grace? I can only talk from a mom, a woman, but I think when I when I first think about giving myself grace, I think about letting things go. And that is not easy. And it just doesn't seem natural to do. The other day I was driving home from my mom's and I had been there I think for 10 hours that day and I was talking to my sister on the phone and I told her you know today was really hard and I feel like I just ran a marathon and I finished last. (laughs) I can't even run. But even in that moment I didn't think about going home and taking it easy, I thought, okay, what am I going to do when I get home? Because I'm going to turn around and come back in the morning, and I've got this little window of time before I crash. And, you know, I think that is a constant state of mind for a lot of us. You know, some days are harder than others, some seasons are way more difficult than others, and you do what you have to do. But it seems like more days than not are in the survival mode. You know, just do whatever you have to to get through that day. If you have caught me chatting with my joy go-to girl, Monica Scalf, before on here, we have chatted about that inner critic and how we just have to turn off that inner critic that we have that is saying, you know, you're not good enough, or you should do more, don't let up. And I think a lot of people are just wired that way with that major inner critic driving us. We have to shut it down. And as our world is opening up more and more, we are naturally adding more things to our schedule, to our plate, to our lives. I think this is a perfect time to remember to let go of that self-critic, you know, any shame, any second guessing. So consider this permission granted to give yourself some grace. I know we live in a world that says, get at it, do better, become the best version of yourself. And with that, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to just have it all together. And then when we make a mistake or something goes wrong, we see that as an invitation to, you know, talk negatively to ourselves. And as I'm recording this, I am reminded of something that Beth Guggenbarger said in my Reckless Faith episode. I think that's episode number 11, and I'm going to drop in here. I had asked her how in the world she does it all. She has 11 children. She is an advocate for orphans, a lead pastor, an author. She does a lot. And here's what she said in this clip from episode 11. I know you're one busy lady, and With everything that you have done, you are also right now the interim lead pastor 
at Vineyard Church in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So how in the world, <laughs> woman to woman, <laughs> how in the world do you find the time and how do you do it? <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I always kind of reject the word. You didn't say it, but like sometimes people say, how do you balance it all? And I always like, oh, it's not balanced. I mean, <laughs> if I'm killing it at work, you should see my house. And if I'm <laughs> killing it as a mom, I'm blowing off work. And if I'm you know, it, it's, you can't actually do it all. Um, it's just, there is just a rhythm that you get used to. And right now my rhythm's really fast. Like some people are talking about coronavirus has been a season where they've gotten to slow down. That's not true for me. My um, season has been moving along at a quick speed, but uh, I, I try to pay attention to that rhythm. So I know when to take a break and when to move forward. It's been a moment where God has been just meeting me. Like, when I don't think I have enough or I, I need more of something, patience, discernment, wisdom, mercy, I mean, you name it. I just ask him like, okay, this is your big idea. So you've got to give me what I need. And I've been um, really grateful for the way that he's met me and all of that. But I would say a combination of that spiritual rhythm and just intense prioritization, making sure that I don't spend time doing anything other than what I, I'm asked to do. I love that so much. And I actually think of that often when I'm going over here, something's going to fall here. When this is going really good, it's not over here. Do I wish I could have all the balls up in the air at the same time? Absolutely. (laughs) Remember, that's not reality. And if you're one of those people who are saying, I'll get to me when this is over, or this is taken care of, or that person is taken care of, stop and think about how you can create more space in your life for grace. And when I think about this, I was like, hmm, what do I do? Or what can I do to help cultivate more grace? For myself. And here are my thoughts. Um, number one, set the tone in the morning. However, you need to set the tone for you. So, whatever that is, <laughs> you know, waking up in, with prayer, or I mean, I know I wake up every day, I open my eyes, and I thank you, God, for another day. Um, You know, it could be that simple or, you know, meditation or reading one little passage in a book, one sentence in a book, or simply thinking about something positive. Secondly, try a micro approach. So I know a lot of times I'm so overwhelmed with something I'm working on, or just life in general, I don't know where to start. So I do absolutely nothing with that. (laughs) Um, You know, that's me. Like, I went into quarantine well over a year ago, and I was seeing all these posts on social media about how everybody was spring cleaning and deep diving into their house and their closets and really doing some damage. And I was like, oh, I am not that person. So, but I definitely need to be. 
And so I thought, okay, I'm going to take one room every day, every week, one room, and I'm going to start there. And I will be honest, I started with my closet and that's as far as I got. (laughs) But I give myself credit, I got started. But I think it really can work, you know, just tackling a little bit of what you want to do and feel good about it. I know we also put so much pressure on ourselves to work out, to stay active, you know, which is awesome. And I do the same thing. You know, I can't do as much as I used to do, but I really do still try to grab my walker and get as many steps as I can. So I try to keep it in my head one step every day. Take one step outside. Of course, that one step leads to a little more than that. So many now are on Zoom meetings all day or working remotely and working inside. And even if you don't walk, you know, just getting some fresh air, taking a look around, taking in, you know, nature, whatever that is. But, you know, the micro approach, just feel good about taking that one step. And then my third thought on making room for grace ask for help. I know this can be extremely hard, but ask for help from your loved ones, from your friends, from your neighbors. I'm actually getting better at this, especially with things that I can't do because of ALS. I used to totally struggle at the gas pump because it's really hard to pull back the nozzle if I found that I couldn't do it on my own. I would even leave and, you know, come back another time. Now, I actually know which gas stations to go to and what pumps to go to for some reason are easier than others. But depending on the day, that doesn't always work. So, but now if I'm there and I can't do it, I simply ask someone. Sometimes I get a funny look, but... For the most part, people are really willing to help. And I think it's harder for men. I think it's harder for men to ask for help. I know my husband is a perfect example. He doesn't like to ask people for help because he thinks that you're putting them out. Like during this quarantine, we haven't been going to the grocery store. We are only ordering online and doing the grocery pickup where they put it in your trunk. But once in a while, something would get cut, or I would realize that I just need one item. And I would just put a quick note out to my neighbors and say, hey, if anyone's going to the grocery, would you mind picking up this item for me? You know, please, please don't make a special trip. But if you're going anyway, Would you mind picking this up? And I had mentioned that I did that a couple of times. And I think by the third time, my husband was like, you can't keep doing that. (laughs) Which is really funny because my husband is always helping other people. (laughs) You know, when you think about it and if tables were turned and someone was to ask you for help, 
aren't you always willing to help and feel really good about being able to help and feeling really good about being able to do something that you know someone needs and that is really going to help them, whether it's big or small. So do it. Ask for help. Okay, so there's a couple things to think about. And so when you are overwhelmed and sometimes you don't even know what to do to make your situation better, you've got one option. Make sure you pause and greet it with grace. Focus on what is really important. And as you work, as you take care of your family, you take care of your loved one, just as you navigate through life, make sure you give yourself the space for grace. Thank you for letting me share that. As always, the opportunity to share is such a blessing to me. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, I release new episodes on the second and the fourth Tuesday of each month. If you are on social media, and you want to stay updated with what's coming, you can connect and follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast. And you can always visit the website at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast.com. And all the episodes are there, show notes contact information if you want to nominate a guest or just drop me a line that would be great i would love that okay until next time know you are loved and not alone thanks for listening thank you for listening to our mom make sure to visit her website at i'm dying to tell you podcast.com where you'll find photos and show notes about this episode. If you liked the show, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you.